16 advantages and disadvantages of the death penalty and capital punishment generally in 1919. Human civilizations have used the death penalty in their set of laws for over 4,000 years. There have been times when only a few crimes received this consequence, while some societies, such as the 7th century BC, uses codes of Athens required the punishment for all crimes to be death. Death penalty in the United States came about because of the influences of the colonial era. The first recorded execution of colonies occurred in 1608 in Jamestown. Captain George Kendall was executed for being a spy for Spain. It only took four more years for Virginia to institute the death penalty for minor offenses, such as stealing grapes or trading with Native Americans. Today, capital punishment is reserved for brutal and heinous crimes such as first-degree murder. Some countries use the death penalty for repetitive violent crimes such as rape and sexual assault or for specific drug offenses. Here are the pros and cons of death penalty to review as we head into 2021 and beyond. List of the pros of the death penalty. One, it is a way to provide justice for victims while keeping the general population safe. There is an expectation in society that you should be able to live your life without the threat of harm. Well, when there is someone who decides to go against this expectation by committing a violent crime, then there must be steps taken to provide everyone else the safety that they deserve. Although arguments can be made for rehabilitation, there are people who would continue their violent tendencies no matter what. The only way to keep people safe in those circumstances and still provide a sense of justice for the victims is the use of the death penalty. Two, it provides a deterrent against serious it, it provides a deterrent against serious crimes. The reason why there are consequences in place for criminal violations is that we want to have a deterrent effect on specific behaviors. People who are considering a breach of the law must see that the consequences of their actions are worse if they go through without that action compared to following the law. Although up to 88% of criminologists in the United States report that capital punishment is not an ineffective return to homicide, the fact that it can prevent some violence does make it a useful tool to have in society. Three, it offers a respectful outcome. A critical component of justice in modern society involves punishing criminal behavior in a way that is not cruel or unusual. That societal expectation has led the United States to implement capital punishment by using lethal injections. Although some regions struggle to purchase the necessary drugs to administer lethal injections, the process of putting someone to sleep before they stop breathing eliminates the pain and negative outcomes associated with other execution methods. Modern processes in modern societies are much more compassionate compared to the historical methods of hanging, firing squads, or other gruesome methods of taking a life under the law. Four, it maintains prison population at manageable levels. Over two million people are currently part of the prison population in the United States. About one in five people currently jails across the country awaiting trial for charges that they face. That is about the same amount of people who are labeled as being violent offenders. By separating those who are convicted of a capital crime, we create more room for individuals who want to work through rehabilitation programs otherwise improve their lives and live law-abiding futures. This structure makes it possible to limit the financial and spatial impacts which occur when all serious crimes require long-term prisoner care. Five, it offers society an appropriate consequence of violent behavior. There are criminals who have the desire to rehabilitate their lives and create new futures for themselves in the bond of the law, 
There are also criminals who desire to continue their criminal behaviors. By keeping capital punishment as an option for society, we create an appropriate consequence that fits the actions taken by the criminal. The death penalty ensures that the individual involved will no longer be able to create havoc for the general population because they are no longer around. That process creates peace for the victims, their families, and society in general. Six, it eliminates sympathetic reactions to someone charged with a capital crime. The United States offers a confrontational system of justice because that is an effective way to address the facts of the, of the case. We make decisions based on logic instead of emotion. The law must be able to address the actions of a criminal in a way that discourages other people from conducting themselves in a similar manner. Our goal should be to address the needs of each victim and their family more than it should be to address the physical needs of the person charged with a capital crime. Seven. It stops the threat of an escape that alternative sentences would create. The fastest way to stop a murderer from continuing to kill people is to eliminate their ability to do so. That is what capital punishment does. The death penalty makes it impossible for someone convicted of murder to find ways that kill other people. Failing to execute someone who was taking life unjustly, who was able to kill someone else, makes us all responsible for that action. Although there are issues from a moral standpoint about taking any life, we must remember that the convicted criminal made the decision to violate the law in the first place, knowing full well what their potential outcome would be. List of the cons of the death penalty. One, it requires one person to kill another person. In an op-ed published by the New York Times, S. Frank Thompson discussed his experience in executing inmates while serving as the superintendent of the Oregon State Penitentiary. He talked about how the death penalty laws forced him to be personally involved in these executions. He came to a point where, on a moral level, he decided that life either had to be honored or not. His job required him to kill someone else. Whether someone takes a life to criminal means or they do so through legal means, there still is an impact on that person which is unpredictable. Two, it comes with unclear constitutionality in the United States. In the 1970s, the Supreme Court of the United States found the application of the death penalty unconstitutional, but four years later allowed the death penalty to resume with certain limitations on when and how it must be carried out. Some justices have called for a review of the death penalty due to current information about the risk of sentencing innocent people to death and other concerns about the death penalty. After four decades of surveys, studies, and experiences with the death penalty, there are three specific defects that critics state exist. There's unreliability in the systems that are used to put prisoners to death. There are delays that can last for 20 years or more before executing a prisoner. And the application of capital punishment has been called arbitrary. Three, it does not have a positive impact on homicide rates. The United States implemented the death penalty 22 times in 2019 and imposed 34 death sentences. Crime statistics for that year indicate that there were 16,425 reported murders and non-negligent manslaughter cases in the U.S. Some claim that criminals do not think they'll be caught and convicted, so the death penalty has a limited deterrence effect. Statistics on crime show that when the death penalty is abolished and places can't life in prison, there are fewer violent acts committed, or it creates a revenge factor which may not best serve justice. No one can blame families or victims for wanting justice. There's enough reason because they're paying the loss to understand concepts like vengeance. Like vengeance. The problem with the death penalty is that it implements only one form of justice. It can be seen to create the framework for allowing for an eye for an eye rather than taking a morally higher ground. If we permit the killing of people as a consequence of their own murderous decisions and we do devalue life itself, 
cannot be assumed that something that is legal is necessarily morally correct. Five, the cause is more to implement the death penalty. The average case brought to trial which involves the death penalty costs taxpayers $1.26 million counted through, count, counted through to execution. Cases that are taken to a jury which do not involve capital punishment cost an average of $740,000. Counted through to the end of the incarceration. When you compare the cost of maintaining a person in the general population compared to keeping someone on death row, taxpayers save money by voting death penalty. Maintaining a prisoner on death row costs $90,000 more per year than keeping that person in the general population. When one considers the cost of keeping someone on death row for 20 years or more, it is cheaper to sentence someone to life in prison without the possibility of parole in most states than it is to put them to death. Six, it comes to the risk that an innocent person could be executed. Although we like to think that our criminal justice systems are perfect, it is not. Decided by proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences determined that at least 4% of the people that are on death row are likely to be innocent. Since 1973, over 170 people have been taken off death row because evidence showed that they were innocent of the crime for which they were convicted. The justice system has flaws in our justice system. There have been cases where prosecutors knowingly withheld exculpatory information. There have been times when the justice system has introduced false evidence against defendants. People can be coerced into entering a, a guilty plea or admitting their guilt because of external pressures placed on them. Seven, it does not always provide the sense of justice that families require. Research published in 2012 by the Marquette Law Review found that the victims of families experience higher levels of psychological, physical, and behavioral health when the convicted criminal sentenced to life in prison instead of the death penalty. The death penalty might be considered to be the ultimate form of justice, but it does not always provide the satisfaction people think it will once it is administered. Eight, it does not seek alternative solutions. About one in every nine people in the U.S. is the, po is the population is currently serving a life sentence. Many more are serving a sentence that keeps them in prison for the rest of their lives because it will last for 15 years or more. Violent crime has declined dramatically since it peaked in the early 1990s. According to FBI data, the violent crime rate fell 51% between 1993 and 2018. Using the Bureau of Justice statistics, it fell 71% during that same period. In 2016, 2,330 prisoners escaped from prison in the U.S. There are numerous ways to prevent someone from breaking out of prison and hurting someone else, and that decreased number of violent crimes should mean a smaller prison population to work with to seek alternative solutions. Nine, automatically seems that the criminal can't be rehabilitated. There always be people decide they will live with disregard for others. These people may never successfully put a rehabilitation process after committing a crime. Sentencing someone to death makes the assumption that the person cannot be rehabilitated and suggests that there is no other way to help society except to get rid of that criminal. These death penalty pros and cons are not intended to serve the moral framework, but are an attempt at a but are an attempt at a balanced look at reasons why capital punishment is a useful tool within societies as well as reasons to the contrary. There are also specific outcomes that occur when a death penalty is not a potential sentence, which can be beneficial. Um, that is why these critical points must continue to be discussed so that we all could come to the best possible decision to keep one another safe. And I also say there are also specific outcomes that occur when the death penalty is a potential sentence, which can be beneficial according to what I just read. I dare say another con that should be put at disadvantage 
is that the death penalty has been used to execute people of color more than white folks. Uh, more black indigenous people of color have been legally killed more than white people. So there's a racism component to the death penalty that needs to be eliminated. The disproportionate higher rates of people of color being state-sponsored murdered than white people, it shows you that the justice system has slave master tendencies. So this is what I say because of the death penalty situation. I would say one, we need to have clear constitutionality in the United States when it comes to the death penalty. Uh, two, keep all innocent people from being executed. Three, have alternative solutions so that all families can have more than one style of justice that works for them. Three, do not execute the ones who are capable of being rehabilitated. If you're going to execute um, and you're determined to execute a criminal, make sure that, at least make sure that they're not capable of being rehabilitated. Like, it's obvious you're never going to change. Um... But at the same time, victims, victims' families, and friends get to know the family, the friends, and the victim, and you'll know which justice to administer and which other ways not to administer. Um, some people say, like, hey, you could be rehabilitated, but I want you dead. Hey, um, really think it through before you make a heavy decision, man. And all, and make sure that whatever senses of justice are provided, make sure that the families, without a doubt, can live with them after, to the best of your ability. And as for costing one influence death penalty, we got to find a way to at least be cheaper if you're going to do that for all. Um, I would say get to know each victim, each family, and friend, and you know exactly whether you should do capital punishment or not. Um, killing just to kill is just wrong. Impact on homicide rates, hmm. Hmm. You gotta think about that. So we have to be as sensitive as to street murder as we are the death penalty. That's what I'm getting at with what I'm seeing. Um, yeah, death penalty from what I've learned, some criminals, it does stop there threat of their escaping that alternative sentence would create um, 
For some criminals, the elimination of sympathetic reactions on a charged capital crime makes some families and victims feel better. Then it says it offers side and appropriate consequences by the baby. For some criminals, it's like if you legally kill them, then their evil stops. Some of them. Prison manageable levels. Wow, that means prisons are overpopulated, so that's why I got one reason the death penalty. That's bad for America. Too many inmates. That means American society is fucked up. Turn against serious crimes for some victims. I mean, not for some victims. Provide a turn against serious crimes for some victimizers. That's true. Provide just for victims while keeping the general population safe. Um, some victims, that's true. For some victimizers, that's true. Respectful outcome for some victims. They'll feel like, hey, it is. So um, I'm weighing all these pros and cons, and I dare say, like I've been saying, when it comes to any right to life or any right to die subject, I want to keep it as low as we can. Meaning, I prefer people to live long lives. Naturally. That's what I mean. But let's look at all this. I'm not making a comparison. Before we decide to abolish a death penalty, get to know each criminal, each family member, each friend, and the criminal's family and friends, and you will know to execute or not. I also would say in this scenario, that these type of criminals need intense therapy, intense psychiatry, and they need several psychologists. They need several life coaches. They need several mentors. If we would go back to the big brother, little sister type program, if we would go back to teaching life skills, teaching character building skills, then we can make the death penalty as low as we can. Um, those are my thoughts on death penalty. Now it comes to like abortion, which is separate from death penalty, they never just one in the same thing. I would say, get to know each girl and each woman before you judge their reproductive choices, whether they keep the baby or not. Um, I feel the way about euthanasia conditional suicide. Get to know the ailing person, the doctors, and the physicians before you legally kill the patient. 
So if we create more like the world of psychology and the world of expertise and community leadership all banding together then that can deter the death penalty potentially as for an anti-tradition suicide on a key festival as we can but if that doesn't happen, I don't think that even if it was very hot. Those are the issues. I'm just so understanding that on a middle ground on this issue. Uh, like with abortion, for example. Abortion, euthanasia, which is suicide, and death penalty. Let's study all the reasons why they happen in each case and decide whether judiciously What's the right outcome, the right outcome for each person? I'm not comparing euthanasia for suicide to death penalty. Not, not, I'm not also comparing abortion to death penalty. I'm not. But if we as a society or each other's parental figures, kids, if we all adopt each other's families and form it by looking out for each other's kids, giving kids all what they need of, then more than likely they wouldn't face death penalty or even a traditional suicide. They'll actually come to London and enjoy themselves like I did when I was in London. So so study before you judge. That's appropriate. I want to get all the disadvantages and all the problems that people throw at the death penalty and abortion and euthanasia suicide. And all the good of those three subjects, let's keep all the bad those subjects let's remove ourselves as for the sexual assault specific drug offense by crime rape murder I understand those proven heinous crimes piss me off trade and Native Americans see another racist component of death penalty Stealing grapes, that's a dumb reason to be executed, so. My being a great area thinker, which makes me a balanced thinker. But a mixture of my do no harm 
human right human rights movement as well as not becoming the haters that they are I'm doing with my book So as I wrap up, I said, I just want to say that uh, it's not a simple subject. But the stealing grapes thing, yeah, that's just stupid. Neat statement that I've done. I'm writing a book talking about these type of issues. So when they're approved and ready to be published and done editing, I'll let you know in the podcast episode. I don't think all crimes should be death as the punishment, obviously. I don't. 